Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the Don't Lose Your Head podcast. I am pumped up like crazy. I've been thinking about <laughs> shit all week. So, so hard for Ezra right now. How are you, Morten? I'm good, I'm good. Thinking about penis pumps now. Pump, pump, pump. Good. <laughs> Uh, but that's uh... all right. You you threw me off completely here. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but I'm good. I'm good. Uh, not maybe. Yeah, I'm also a bit pumped up, but maybe uh, on other things. Uh, but that's good. Uh, Viagra. Uh, <laughs> yes. There's also Cialis. We we here uh, support any uh, <laughs> anything that gets you hard for heresy. <laughs> All right, so so what have you been up to? Uh, I've been up to good uh, good shit because vacation is still not over. It's soon over, but I still have some hobby time. I'm just going to say quickly also, this episode, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, yeah, random shit. Some uh, mercenary fantasy stuff. We're going to talk about Apocalypse. Could it be used for 30k? And then our own man in the field, Sebastian, is coming on and telling us about three events in one hour. <laughs> That's after the break, after the break. Uh, but yes, um, I've been working on my mercenaries, the golden company for fantasy, and I painted three knights in full fucking armor, and they look so heavy, and I love it. Nice. Um, because the rest of my army has more, you know, lighter armor or just cloth, and they're yellow and black. But now and I thought, how would this look? Because the knights are just, they're just a lot of, well, lead belt, or well, metals. They just look like steel. They have their... They're full plate on, and even the horses have barding, so they're, they're like... all named Henry. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, the steel, steel legion. I, I'll name the champion Henry or something. Um, but then I thought, how would I tie it in with the colors? So uh, they have some some plumes and stuff on the horses, but I painted those uh, purple because that is like my third little spot color, uh, and I want to have more purple on like the high ranking officers and stuff. So you, looks... you just can't, you just can't like lay off the purple. Oh, I know, You're I know. Tainted by your impression. I know, I know. Uh, and I was thinking, like, at least I don't have any, uh, you know, like a crest with um, black and white because I have that both on my emperor's children and my ultramarines. But none of that yet. <laughs> uh, I also added some gold. Uh, I have no gold on my ordinary infantry; they're too poor for that. But just a little bit of gold. Uh, but I still wanted to get the yellow and black in there. And fortunately, uh, on some of their shoulders, they had like a little shield thing mm. on top of the shoulder pad or whatever you would call it. I don't know. Fantasy Army. The Perry brothers are crying tears of blood right now. But, um, <laughs> uh, but on, the, on that little shield, I painted that uh, checkered in uh, yellow and black. It looks very nice. And then I took the lance and I thought the lance would be really cool if that was like, uh, you know, striped yellow and black yeah so i was like oh i'll take out my masking tape here and try to, try to fold, well, it, well, fold it around it doesn't we'll, really we'll work sting with... you. we're gonna sting you and they, the, <laughs> the 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 angry wasps knights the, yes. the order of the the angry wasp yeah actually when i think about it they really look like <laughs> but uh, yeah the the masking tape was a disaster I, I couldn't get it on the way i wanted so i just had to do it uh, freehand uh, and it looks really good i mean yeah it, there are some maybe some imperfections but on, on the, in the distance i think it looks very good looks like the chevrons on an uh, iron warrior 
uh, and I'm really happy about it. Uh, and there nice. will be pictures in the future uh, somewhere, maybe. If you or if you ask me, I'll send you a picture. Uh, but I'm really happy about it. Uh, I still, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that was three. I should probably do another another three, and then I have uh, six more uh, unassembled. But you know, I, I I think I will want to try to play with them first, <laughs> at least once, before I know what to take and not and stuff. Yes. Speaking um, of which, have you uh, tried organizing some games? Yeah, well, I think now after summer, maybe I will get something in. I just, well, the thing is, I still don't have like a proper starting army for just a small amount of points, but I'm almost done. Uh, I'm painting up my uh, like heroes now. I'm going to have a paymaster and a wizard, so I'm painting up them. Uh, and then I will have like them, a unit of pikemen, and a unit of crossbowmen. And I think I will just start with that and just play, you know, a few games, like half an hour games or whatever, to just yeah. learn how it works. Uh, and I have a friend who has a wood elf army, and I have another friend who has some armies, and then I have another friend uh, <laughs> uh, who is—he brought his um, uh, dark elves from Spain and mm, started nice. play, uh, started paint, repainting them. So I'm hoping. <laughs> so I, yeah, and I think so. There might be. I, I'm thinking about making like a little uh, campaign thing where we have storyline going and you know setting it somewhere in the old world. Uh, but it looks oh, like it's oh. uh, border princess. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But and I also thought about the area just north of Tilia, where that in the mountains, because then it sort of meets Athaloran. So that's where yeah. the wood elves. Uh, and then the problem is, then there might be both wood elves, dark elves, and high elves. Uh, so I'm never gonna strike first, fucking elves. Uh, <laughs> well, you always strike first when you charge. That depends if you're playing sixth or eighth. Mm. Oh, oh, you're gonna abandon me, Morton? Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. The, the... Uh, well, you can always I'm, like theme I'm... it. Uh, uh, I don't know, some elf place, and then your mercenaries oh. are mercenaries, so you can be anywhere. As well, right? That is true. I thought about the dark elves that they would just <clears throat> be raiding the shoreline, and they would be there some. And then, but how would? The high elves. I will see. We'll see. Um, but but that's very nice. And uh, another thing I was thinking about is that uh, when I started this army, I know that the the mercenaries they have access to non humans. Um, but I was like, no, I want I want this to be just like normal humans, you know, because I I like them to be in this scary fantasy world, and it's like, but it's still just ordinary people getting slaughtered by monsters. And stuff. <laughs> but in recent days, I've been thinking like. You know, it would be kind of cool to paint some ogres. And damn, that giant model is one of the coolest thing Games Workshop made. Like, oh, that's a really cool kit. And it's so much customization on there. And uh, apparently you can take some giants, I think. Yeah, the giants of Albion or something, you told me. Yeah. Uh, so that's the thing. And then I thought about halflings. So hmm, halflings, eh? Uh, and, and then I started thinking about the... Um, the Blood Bowl, the new Blood Bowl team with those yeah. awesome halflings. They look really good. But. You know, this is, this is deja vu from last episode, you know. Oh, I talked about <laughs> it there. Did I? Yeah. These exact same things. Really? About taking other. Oh. Yeah, and the halflings as well from the Blood Bowl. Okay, well, I did mention that. But <laughs> I, think, I think actually the scale is different for Blood Bowl. Uh, and that, because I think they're on like 32 mm. millimeter bases or something. And in that case, they're really big. So that's the problem I'm having if, is finding. Then I found these mm. awesome halflings from um, uh, a webpage called like Black Scorpion Miniatures or something like that. 
Uh, they make like they make their own fantasy football. Hmm, <laughs> what could that be? And those softlings are great because they actually look like they're wearing similar army to my other mercenaries. Uh, oh, nice. It would be really cool to just paint them the same. But once again, I don't know about the scale, so I might have to. Yeah, I know there are other out. companies as well. Just make like halflings with actual weapons as well. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's nice. I'll, I'll look around somewhere. I'm just probably some that, Spanish uh, company. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I just need to find the translate halflings. Halflingos. Hombre, hombre shortos. I'm just saying that I'm open for diversity in uh, races now. Hmm? <laughs> Morton going in, interracial. <laughs> take that. Take that quote out of context. That will put me in dark places. <laughs> I started googling interracial a lot, and I, I must say, I, I, I'm really down for it. I really like it. Yeah, halfling. Uh, yes. Uh, and I think that's that's it. Well, well, I'm also assembling now my uh, paymaster's bodyguard, uh, which I'm building out of these uh, foot. called foot knights. Uh, also pair miniatures that are really like also full, fully armored and they have their halberds and they look really tough so I, I love it, nice. it's going to be cool um, and I think that's it for my hobby progress but right. I also have a new stuff that I need to talk to you about before we talk about the apocalypse uh, right. did, did you see I saw today on the Warhammer community that they're going to make a TV show about oh, the yeah, ice, yeah. Eisenhorn yeah. how cool is that yeah, that's fucking awesome. Who who would you like? Like I've seen a lot of discussion. Like who would play him? Who who do you think should play him? Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a TV show. A TV show. They're probably not going to get anyone super famous for it. No. Yeah. Maybe the girl who plays Eleven in Stranger Stranger Things. <laughs> she she has the psychic abilities already. I would love for it to be Jeff Goldblum. Oh really? Oh. So uh, you guys, uh, you guys stick up uh, relics. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. I'll, I'll, I would, but I mean, this is really uh, an opportunity, gonna right? Be, because... Probably going to be Nicholas Cage, though. No, oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I would still love that, <laughs> uh, but I mean, because there hasn't been any real good TV slash movies about this universe that we love so much. Uh, yeah. Even though this is 40k and not 30k, I still think there's such opportunity to make it like maybe yeah, a broader audience. Yeah, audience is going to be awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad it's not going to be his, like uh, Primaris pr- Lieutenant, the TV show. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. They'll have, a, have a new. They'll have a new one each episode. Will there be Primaris Marines? Do you think? Uh, I hope not. No, I hope so. I also hope that. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I think that was uh, cool news, I must say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, what's got you so pumped? Son? Yeah, I'm just going to tell quick hobby progress. I've assembled oh. some Femir for the Albion campaign I'm doing for fantasy. Uh, I'm going to paint those guys. And also, I've started painting my uh, Macro Arid Explorator for my, uh, mm. my Mechanicum. Nice. But wait, uh, 
Are you bringing Vimir for your dwarves or who? No, no, no the, for this Albion campaign, it's going to be a real-time campaign. So you're going to have agents for the different factions. So it's going to be good, <gasps> evil, and neutral. And the Femur will be the agents of the neutral faction. Mm-hmm. How, how are those models? I mean, they look really cool. Yeah, they're, they... they're really nice. Yeah? They're, well, they're Fortral. They're not like, <laughs> they're not a real Fortral, but Fortral <laughs> made original. Mm. They look, look really nice. Can you still uh, get them from Forge World, or are they out of... Uh, yeah, out yeah, of... you can still get them. Okay. Uh, I just uh, chose the cheaper alternative. <laughs> how, how are you going to paint them, though? It's green. <laughs> it's different oh, colors of green. Let's make them look like swamp creatures. They got some metals, and the <clears throat> thing I'm going to do them like brass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then just <clears throat> like green and olive greens, I guess. Mm. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, they look really cool. Yeah? Look a bit like, I don't know, like if a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles horribly wrong. <laughs> yes. Are, are they, they only have one eye, right? Yeah. Right. And like a, a beak mouth and tusks. Yes. Oh, it's so really, scary. Really creepy. Really disturbing. Fucking, fucking rape frogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the Macroard, I got the base colors down. It's going to be mm-hmm. gray, and I'm going to like weather it heavily. And then a lot of brass down and some metals. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, like the base colors are down, so I just gotta start with all the heavy weather shit. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking forward to using that. All right, Not- but with, with new stuff, yes. moving on to <laughs> something that's gonna be really excited. So, uh-huh. yesterday, I was listening to the Remembrance Retreat. A horror series podcast. Oh. It's really good for those that don't listen to it or know it. Oh. Um, and they <clears throat> just mentioned the, the apocalypse for 40k. And uh, I seen that it came out, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's just another apocalypse edition or like an another apocalypse thing for 40k. Good mm-hmm. for them. They're going to be able to play big games. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't think any more of it." Uh, s- and then these guys were like, oh, yeah, it's a new game. It's apparently a lot like Epic. And I was like, what? It's a new game? So did you notice when Apocalypse came out? Yeah, I saw and like, that, they were <laughs> that there were movement trays and a lot of weird dice with more than six sides. What? <laughs> um, and I didn't think more of it. I thought, just as you're saying, like, oh, it's just, well, now there's Promirus Marines. There needs to be a new... Well, 8th edition needs their own version of Apocalypse. There's always been a new Apocalypse version for every edition, sort of. Yeah, pretty uh, much. So I think they started actually like at the end of 4th edition, maybe 5th edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was just like uh, an expansion. Like, here, here's the rule for Blades and Warhounds and shit. And here are some formations. So you can just put a bunch of guys in a formation and get bonus rules. That mm-hmm. was pretty much the old Apocalypse rules, or the expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but this thing is an entirely new game. Apparently, mm-hmm. as like as different from 40k as uh, Kill Team is from 40k. Oh, okay, okay, huh? So it's really cool. Like they've uh, broken up 40k into like 40k main game, and then they've yeah. downscaled it so like yeah. it's a skirmish game, and then they've upscaled it so it's a hmm. like a unit game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Like my first reaction was like, oh, 
fucking 40k just like sebastian i was like oh yeah we're gonna talk about apocalypse and he's like oh 40k yeah hell <laughs> uh and yeah fuck 40k it can <laughs> suck my ass it's just like i don't know how the, the, the fluff of 40k <laughs> is just so shit and the rules like when, when they dropped the rules for 8th edition i was like eh kind of felt like they just reshuffled the deck a bit it's like mm-hmm. you roll kind of for the same thing but you roll differently mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they kind of simplified some things made some other things more complicated mm-hmm. so i was not very keen on trying it mm-hmm. but this apocalypse is not just like using 8th edition with more units it's mm-hmm. an entirely different game system oh that's cool yeah actually i think there's me included, who were just like, well, didn't even look into it because you just assume that it's, it's just the same thing, right? Yeah, and this is 4K bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, this, they, they, they've changed, like, all the basic rules and all the stats and everything. Everything is different. Oh, and it's okay. like, as people said, it's close to Epic. I haven't played Epic myself, mm-hmm. but it's like... I mean, either. Close to, to Flames of War, which I have played. Oh, uh, okay. In scale. That, like... Mm-hmm. You're not used to... Because in skirmish games, they are like, one model is one unit, and then you move them. And then 40k and 30k, it's... Uh, Uni- units are units, and they... Yeah, like, so like <laughs> one model is stuck in with other models, and each of them are represented on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. It's like each guy matters in the unit, and mm-hmm. his weapon is like... Each weapon has his stats. So it's pretty detailed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. Well, this is like zoomed out. So now you have... Like one group of models is one unit. Mm. So one group of five marines is like one unit, and they have their stats together. Oh, you shoot they those have, guys away together. They have one attack, sort of. Uh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. X, X attacks. Yeah. So I'm just gonna pull up some uh, some stats or whatever. Ah, oh, and these are stats for n- not for forty k, right? Or no, no, no. This is uh, Apocalypse. This is an entirely new game. So, Attack Tools Squad. All right. Uh, so, like, you have five models. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to read out their stats. They have move six, weapon skill three plus, ballistic skill three plus. So, that's like the, the new 8th edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one attack, one wound, leadership six, and six plus save. Hmm. So, when you read that, you're like, what the hell? This what is- Marines are suddenly suck? Six plus save? <laughs> Like, what the hell? This isn't 40k, or it's not even 30k. It's, like, totally new. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, these guys move around, and uh, when you shoot them, they, they die together. Oh. They have one uh, wound, sort of. Yeah. So, also, when you build your army, you don't just build, like, uh, uh, taking one unit, uh, and that's it, and then you have, like, a limitation. You have like several detachments, and everyone remembers detachments from like seventh edition forty k when they fucking sucked because it was just like, oh yeah, take these units and get free shit, and then yeah, yeah, take, take the best detachment and then you win. Mm. <laughs> and like, I really like the idea of detachments because I don't like uh, when you build an army that you just put like random units together, and then you, I always go like. Well, why are these guys fighting together? Like, they, they don't really match. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, you have a, a land raider 
or a, like a Spartan and then uh, a dropout full of shit. Like how, mm. how do these guys work together? Because it's just like those, a very limited amount of guys that are working together in a regular yeah. 30k battle. Yeah. And it's like seems so thrown together. Well, with detachments, you really have like, oh, this is my tank detachment. Then you have like three or four tanks and mm-hmm. they work together and it feels very realistic. Mm-hmm. But that's not the way it worked in 40k in 7th edition. Yeah. <laughs> then it was just like, oh yeah, just take the best shit and get bonuses. Yeah. So now you take detachments and those detachments together form your massive army. Oh, okay. Do you have an examples of, of a detachment? Like what would they look like? Yes, you can have like a, a tactical detachment and then you have to take three uh, troops minimum. Oh, okay. And they get like objective secured so they're better at scoring stuff. Yeah. And then they can take dedicated transport and stuff. And then you have like a, a heavy support detachment. They have to take like three heavy supports minimum. Mm-hmm. And they get some bonuses to shooting. And then they have like some different deplo- deployment rules. Like if you take a fast attack detachment, they, they get to outflank, I think. I don't really know. Like, I don't have the myself. I, I just yeah. found out about this yesterday, but I've like been deep diving into it. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I just need to clarify also because, yeah, you saw that. Uh, yeah, well, this looks cool for forty k, but then, oh, is there is this usable for thirty k? And you actually found that someone had had transferred like all the units and all the rules into these spreadsheets for thirty k, right? Yeah, yeah. So this uh, or. Uh, and that's the, the marine bit so yeah, far. The, those are the rules that you're actually reading right now. No, this is the uh, this is oh, attack the squad from 40k. Oh, okay, sorry, that's, but it, well, it was pretty much the same. Okay, I I went ahead of things. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So I was thinking like this would be perfect for 30k <clears throat> because. I would love to play this kind of game with 30 keys. Because I told you before as well that I've been thinking of like writing some rules or like a framework to play really big battles in 30k. Yeah. Because like when you play super big battles, it just kind of never works out. Yeah. Uh, even when like the, the doubles event we went to, mm-hmm. like when you just have too much stuff and too many tanks. Yeah. Almost like on, on one side mm-hmm. and they get like first turn and then you just, blow everything away yeah <clears throat> so in addition to shuffling all the stats they've redone like the just the the order of the game so now you have four phases you have the initiative phase the order phase the action phase and the damage phase okay so in the initiative phase you roll off uh, who gets first turn on a d12 by the way Oh. So they're using D6 and D12 in this system. Uh, so you're off, who starts, and then in the order phase, you fa- place orders face down. You have three different orders. First one is moves. It allows you to move your regular move and shoot and fight in close combat if you're engaged in close combat. And then okay. uh, charge is you move twice your move range mm-hmm. and you get to strike in close combat. And then okay. shoot order... I can't remember what it does, but it gives you some... You, you can't move and you get a bonus to shooting. Okay. Um, and then the action phase, you, you alternate activations between your detachments. Ah, yeah, that's the, the key. Yeah, so you flip your 
uh, your orders and then you do actions with the entire detachment. So let's say you have a detachment of, uh, I don't know, like two fell blades and a glaive. And then yeah. <laughs> you move and shoot with those guys. And then the, the enemy moves one of his detachments and shoots. Hmm. Uh, and also when you shoot, you don't remove models immediately. So you shoot hmm. and then you do damage. And if you do any damage, uh, you place blast markers on the enemy models or units that you damage. Ah, oh, because the damage is resolved in another phase. Yes, exactly. Uh, so wait, so they will still be able to fire. So there's nothing of like, I killed your units before they sh- could fire at me. No, exactly. So like, oh. everyone gets to fire at least once, which is also like a thing in apocalypse games, like when yeah. someone brings a warhound titan and everyone is <laughs> fuck that hound and just shoots it down, turn one, and yeah. it never gets to do anything, or they leave it alive and then obliterates the entire enemy army. Yeah. Oh wait, so there's like, there's two, uh, yeah, there's uh, sort of a um, two ways of stopping that from happening by both activating, alternating. So you, but then also you have the damage thing later. Yeah. yeah. Is, oh. So like the, the alternating thing is just like because you have the damage afterwards that kind of yeah. prevents it first of all. But yeah. also what's really good about the alternating thing is like you get the tactic of like you don't know what order that is doing. So like. Mm. Do you, should you charge fast with your unit? Because uh, maybe they will move out because you don't really know what oh. they're going to do with their unit. Oh, so uh, you could actually be stopped from doing something like, oh, I, I was going to charge you, but... Could yeah, you... but he, he moved his detachment away before that, so I couldn't do it. Oh. Something like that. What if I want to charge you, but you, then you shoot me first and you probably do enough damage to destroy me, but do I still charge you then and then... Yeah, yeah, you still charge, and then you resolve it afterwards because it all, all, all of it kind of happens simultaneously during the battle. Okay. Huh. Uh, yeah, so f- that's like a good thing. Like they damage is resolved afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, and also alternating activation is really nice because usually in apocalypse, like one side does all of their army, and it takes forever, and you stand yes. there like, all right, just tell me when I need to roll for saves, and that's it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so this is really nice going back and forth so that's the action phase and mm-hmm. then <clears throat> the damage phase uh, mm. you roll saves okay so uh, doing damage yeah got some weapons it's uh, the stat line for the, the regular guys as you okay, might have noticed and, and regular guys don't have any strength or toughness anymore right exactly yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so they mm-hmm have skills, attacks, wounds, leadership, and save. They don't have strength or toughness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the weapons, a bolt gun, for example, is type small mm-hmm. arms, range 24, uh, one shot, I think. And uh, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, attacks as a user, actually. Hmm. So if you have, oh yeah, it's because if you have more guys, they have more attacks. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and then they have damage depending on what they're shooting at. So they have hmm. uh, strength against personnel and strength against tanks. Hmm. Okay. So both guns have a 7 plus against infantry and 9 plus against tanks. Hmm. And rapid fire as an ability. Okay. There's still so, some extra abilities at least. <laughs> yeah. So, so you roll damage depending on what you're shooting at. Yeah. 
And, yeah, that uh, simpli- simplifies it a lot. Hmm. Yeah. So you have like uh, uh, 10 tacticals shooting at another unit, 10 tacticals. Mm-hmm. So you have two, two shots for the mm-hmm. entire unit. And this is not like, they're not actually firing two shots. Uh, mm. This is like... A representation of... Yeah. Which is very similar to Flames of War. Because mm. they also have like uh, stands of five guys. Mm-hmm. And depending on what weapons they had. If they had a rifle, they had one shot. If they had a rifle slash MG, they had two shots. And if they had an MG, they had three shots. So it's pretty much Flames of War in that regard. Just like, uh. this is a representation of how much they can do against another unit. So when, they, when these 10 fire, you take two dice, and then they roll, they hit on 3+, because that's their ballistic skill. They always hit on 3+, right? Yep. So you just roll that, and they say that one hits, and then you roll again to see if it wounds. And then it's against infantry, so it wounds on... 7+. Yeah, with but a it's D12. With a D12, so it's still like... Yeah, so it's 50-50 they will wound. Yeah. Sort of, right? Yeah? Huh, okay. And then... In the damage phase, they will get a save, which might be just a save or something. Well, is it 6 plus on a d12 also? Yes. Oh, oh okay. So you're all to hit and leadership tests on d6 mm-hmm. and uh, damage and saves on d12. So leadership is uh, kind of like they have in 8th edition as well, uh, that mm-hmm. like, you remove models kind of, but you do damage. So you roll a leadership test, and if you fail, you automatically take a wound. Okay. Oh. So, so, uh, yeah, so they're, they're either running away or something. Yeah, it just represent that. represents yeah. that. Okay. Mm, I was going to... Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, one thing that I was then thinking about is the, that there's no armor piercing in any yeah. way. Or? Yeah, no, no, that's, that's just like... Uh, it's kind of rolled into the, the D12 roll of to wound. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because that's the thing with, like, at 12, you, you just get, like, such a big spectrum. Yeah. Because when you roll a D6, like, either you roll a 6, and that's uh, how many percentage chance is that? Like, 16% of mm-hmm. succeeding? Uh, or, like, you have, like, the increments of percentage chance. But when you have a D12... You can roll like more one roll of success. Mm, yeah, that is true. That is true. So it gets more nuanced. <laughs> oh yeah, but they kind of like have the the number of rolls, but it's the same like chance of success. Success. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Okay. I can yes. buy that. Yeah. So I'm gonna just, uh, read out some uh, some different units. Just to get a feel of like how it kind of works. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a second. I'll find like a predator or something. Yeah. Oh, there it is. All right. So a predator has move twelve, weapon skill six plus. So they can like ram. That's kind of represent ram. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll hit on sixes. So it's mm. not very likely it'll, they'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but skill three plus one attack. Two wounds, leadership six, six plus save. Hmm. So they have the same save as a tactical squad, but their vehicles are going to be harder to damage with most weapons that aren't anti tank. Uh, what does uh, leadership six mean in this case? That, that they always pass if it's on a d6? Uh, no, so you roll, uh, 
like your leadership uh you're all d6 mm-hmm. and then that needs to be lower than your leadership uh, plus the number of blast markers you have on you no okay okay that makes sense yeah hmm. otherwise you lose a wound uh and they have let's say a predator cannon uh range 48 two attacks uh against personnel seven plus against tanks seven plus okay so it's like a an average gun and then they have like a a last cannon is also range 48 one attack uh against personnel is 10 plus and against tanks it's five plus so yeah it's worse against personnel and way better against tanks okay because it's unlikely that one shot will hit or do anything sort of on the infantry maybe yeah, it's unlikely that one shot will uh, take away an entire stand of... Mm, oh, yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, this would really speed up a game, a big game. Yeah. If, if, you, know, if you know how it works. With the alternations, yeah. I guess it could take some time, but still, huh? Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> Movement Trace has been getting a lot of hate before Apocalypse dropped as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like using movement trace in 40k, I don't really like that either because it shouldn't really be used in that scale because each model should matter. And it feels yeah. like people are just like, I don't care about the models. I just want to play the game. Yeah, that's true. I mean, how much it, I mean, I guess I would say sometimes, sometime moving those units, but you could still say that these 10 are one squad or something of two with two wounds and i'll move them as normally yeah because like I mean, I mean you don't have to be as careful with cover i guess no like in this case like the entire unit or like the entire 10-man unit is one entity on the board so you you want to move them together yeah so yeah and also if you're you playing to... like a huge game it's gonna be nice to just move move that unit around together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you don't have to care, I guess, about spreading them out for blast markers as much. And uh, cover, I guess, doesn't really work uh, the same yeah, way. Yeah, so cover, you, like, you kind of embark into ruins, and the ruins have like a, a capacity. Oh, and then they give you better save or something. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it works, if it's like a modifier to, to hit or if it's a save. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you get a, a bonus for being in ruins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll read out the. Uh, like the the fell blade as well. Oh wait, but this is from now. Is this in, already in the forty k, or is this from the fan made thirty k version? Uh, yeah, they have it in forty k. They don't have oh, the yeah. glaive because that's a heresy exclusive thing. Yeah, but they do have okay. a glaive. So it's move ten. The predator was move twelve. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that they can change those around uh, like a little yeah, bit tw- faster. Yeah, because in thirty k, it's either like. Yeah, you, you, all of them move 12, or they move 6. I think uh, the Sikran had was move 14 also, you told me before. Hmm, oh yeah, maybe. I think so. Uh, weapon skill 5+, plus, so it's a bit, a bit better oh. at hitting stuff. Yeah. With yeah. Attacks. <laughs> uh, ballista skill 3+, plus, 2 attacks, 5 wounds, leadership 7, and 4+, plus save. So 4+, plus save, that's pretty decent on a 12-sided dice. Yeah. So and even if you wound wounds. it, it's gonna shrug off a lot of wounds. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so it's got a demolisher cannon, fellblade accelerator cannon, 
quad last cannons and uh, heavy bolters. So quad last cannon, that's two attacks. Mm -hmm. uh, nine plus against infantry instead of ten plus, just mm -hmm. more shots. And mm -hmm. three plus against tanks. <laughs> that's savage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the accelerated cannon, range 100, two attacks. Uh, four plus against infantry and four plus against tanks and destroyer ability. I think destroyer ability, if, like, if you wound something, you place two blast markers. Oh, okay. <laughs> sort of makes it more fair in a way. Like, you can't one-shot a tank in the same way. And I mean, you will have to shoot a lot at a super heavy to destroy it, sort of. I mean... Which I guess you do in a normal game as well, but you still... I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you, you won't know if you destroy it until the, the phase as well. Yeah. When you roll yeah. saves. So like, like, oh yeah, now I have statistically enough like, to knock it out later. Yeah. Should I fire at it more? It used to be safe or... I don't know. Uh, yeah. Also, like you have uh, apothecaries and tech marines and stuff. They can remove wound and damage tokens from oh, units. okay. That's like really a little nice. up, like an upgrade for units, then. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, you, 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 I think they move around separately, oh, and then okay. they can try and heal stuff if they're base to base contact. Huh. that's interesting. So yeah, I really want to try this out for thirty uh, k. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. as you said, like there's this guy on the thirty k forum. Mm -hmm. and I don't know why, like why I searched there, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> there's a guy that. Has done a lot of dead, dead sheets for Apocalypse, oh. and the the point system is really changed up as well. Like you have really low points. Like a a fell blade is thirty two points, uh, a predator is six points, and a tactical squad of five is four points. <laughs> oh god. So oh yeah. So I guess a game you play like a hundred points instead of a thousand or something. Yeah, I think like the lowest they recommended was 150 points. Okay. Huh. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm really keen to try this out. Yeah. Like, yeah. This this is what I wanted to play in 30k. So like just huge mm. uh, clashes of of tanks and like mm. have like sensible formations moving around with each other and helping each other out. Because mm -hmm. it feels like when you when you're doing like huge battles, like you still have to f follow the force org. You never really get all the shit yeah. you want. Yeah. No, I, when I think about it, when you talk about it, I still think about it in like an epic scale. But I keep forgetting it's the same scale. So, yeah. Uh, do they recommend playing on a bigger table, like a six by eight, or don't do <clears throat> yeah. you, do you? Yeah. Yeah, I think they. I don't know. I I haven't read the book, but probably they recommend playing on a bigger battle. I would like six by eight would be the ideal. Even mm -hmm. like a six by 12 would be fucking awesome mm. uh but like just getting the, the space to do that it's gonna be mm -hmm. a bit challenging mm -hmm. uh, that's the way i would like to play though probably you can play it like it's a regular six by four if you play not that high amount yeah i mean it's great that this is just another way of you know adding diversity to the way you play 30k although this is maybe the well i guess i mean titanicus is a different sort of rules also like and uh, battlefleet gothic you know we're always talking about 
you know, playing a big campaign or something where you have all these different, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and use specifically for like when you use a lot of super heavies and tanks. Yeah, because like here, here in England, yeah. I've noticed that people are really keen on playing Centurion. Mm-hmm. There haven't been that many opportunities for me to use my tanks, mm-hmm. and I feel like people felt like maybe the tank meta ran away a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe like in the beginning of the game. People had like a few tanks, maybe a Spartan or something. Mm-hmm. And then people kind of got more tanks and knights and stuff. And then they released some harsher units in general. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, let's use play Centurion. We're sensible. <laughs> and like yeah. the game, the, the, the rules are like the same system as third edition 40k that was released <laughs> in, I don't even know, like 99. And it's made for, like, have a few squads and a couple of vehicles. Mm. But, like, it's expanded a lot. Yeah, yeah definitely. And it kind of breaks down when you get too many tanks or yeah. too many super heavies. Like, I, I don't really like super heavies in general, like, how they work on Battlefield. Because it's just, like, they just ignore the rules. Yeah. Like, they don't take any damage. They can just go as fast as they want to fire all their weapons everywhere. Like, I, I want them to be more detailed if they're in a 30k game. Do damage to them. Like, shoot off some of the sponsors or something. Mm, yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, um, but, yeah, I would like to play, like, Centurion with a couple of tanks. Uh, maybe, like, a 25% limit on tanks. Mm-hmm. would be nice. Because, like... But, because, like, the best games are the ones that are balanced. They have, like, a little bit of everything. Yeah. That is and true. like my Sons of Horus, for example, mm-hmm. I, I would never want to play them in Apocalypse. No. <laughs> they are all about like being like just individual warriors working together yeah. in squads. So they yeah. are like for that scale. Mm. But like my Ironhats have escalated so much that <laughs> they don't really work to just play them with everything in a regular 30k game. No, that's the boring thing that you can't bring everything you have. Like you have a big force, but you can't utilize yeah. it all at once. Or, but uh, and um, maybe it's because people we are playing like the Shadow Wars, where you think of smaller teams going into you know all these various places, and it's less grand in a way. But um, as we talked about, like the thing about Heresy from the beginning is like that it should be epic scale. It should not be the forty k scale. This should be when they had tons of land raiders and uh, yeah (laughs) like like when you read books like there are a lot of like shadow war engagement and i really think centurion is good for that uh Mm -hmm. but then you also have these like epic battles in the horse heresy where like Mm. uh, horus like launches an attack with like a hundred land raiders coming Mm. out of the the sea at molag yeah and they're fighting titans and shit like i want those epic clashes yeah and maybe this could actually work for that. Then I, I mean to say that ah, this is an event where we're playing Talarn or Molek or something like that. This is yeah. a... And also my like my my two Fellblades and my Glaive. That's like mm-hmm. you could bring them. Yeah, but also like when I got them, it's like mm-hmm. I knew I was probably never going to be able to play with these. But these they're just like the the coolest fucking thing, like the coolest single unit or entity in the the entire. <laughs> universe of 30k that i could think of like this is yeah. what i want 
It's yeah. like three badass tanks with like Sven Hassel crew inside just <laughs> talking shit and crushing people with their treads. Yeah. And just maintaining their tanks. Like this is the coolest thing. Mm. And to to actually be able to use them in like a game that works with them and not mm. just being like, oh, there's that guy that brought like three super heavies. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be fun to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just super excited about trying this out yeah yeah are you there's one thing because like translating it to 30k um one problem i see is uh mechanicum because mechanicum has a lot of those uh robots and they sort of go in between it feels like you might need a third category like wounds against infantry or tanks and i feel like (laughs) a a lot Uh... of the mechanicum units would normally be in between Maybe closer to tanks, or I mean, a Thanator maybe would be the same as a tank, but would a Castellax be a tank or an infantry when you roll to wound? Uh, I think it would probably be tanks, counts as tanks. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know, they're heav- heavily plated guys. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah without the playtest, that, I'm gonna, yeah. I don't know, because like the, the Mechanicum in 40k have Stellar robots, so they probably made rules for that. Yeah, that's true. You can see what what their place says. Yeah, actually, uh, I'm just I, I, thinking. I need to get this actual book and actually read the rules. I judgment. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe oh. it will be super boring and oh, everything's too generic. But uh, oh. I really like it, and I really like yeah. that they're introducing like different sided dice and not just d6. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the d6 has become too limited, but. Mm. And then again, I guess you don't need to buy that many D12s because you would only roll like two attacks or three at once, maybe. Yeah. I think like just having four or five would be enough to last you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This definitely brings, I mean, definitely changes the way to think about the game or the scale of the game and everything. Uh, Yeah. And you could probably play a, well, a game that would be maybe five, six thousand points in a normal the normal way of playing would you could play this way instead and you would maybe get it done in a lot shorter time than yeah and also like i mean they, like just using stuff that like you want on a battlefield that doesn't really work mm. in a 30k or 40k setting just like artillery mm. like long range yeah. artillery that actually you can actually use as mm. they're meant to be and you have like uh, i was looking through the imperial guard stuff from force world and yeah. they like I like the the Trojan recovery vehicle and like the yes the scout salamander tank and stuff and they all have like their usages and like a lot yeah. of shit that doesn't really work in regulatory K actually works in this like those big flyers yeah. that don't really do anything yeah. they work perfectly and like the, like the Thunderhawk yeah. like no one has ever used the Thunderhawk to good effect in a 30k game I I promise you and they will work <laughs> in this this. This is the, the epic battles of the horse heresy that I always wanted. But is it harder to shoot at flyers? Do they still count as tanks? Is it harder to hit them somehow? Or I don't know. I don't know. I got a reason. <laughs> so many questions. So many yeah. questions. Is it too simplified? Is it simplified just enough? I don't know. I don't know. Um... Who knows? But like, definitely, this is when I, when I play like huge battles. But mm-hmm. I think like... It would be good to just play like these kinds of battles if you're playing. You would normally play like three thousand points or above or something, mm-hmm. and then just have just 
Centurion games with mm. the regular rules. I think it would be better. Oh, yeah, and just skip the the normal game sort of we had before. Yeah, normal, even like I, I really <laughs> those games, but like if you're bringing super heavies, might as well mm. try and play Apocalypse. Mm. Because it's tailored for those types of games. Actually, yeah. It actually makes sense in a way. Then just having a limited rule set and then trying all kinds of spectrums on that limited rule set. Of course, it's gonna, it is going to suffer when you go towards the edges from the, the golden zone or whatever you would call it, the golden point limit for, that, for the rule set. Yeah, because like, so like playing a lot of nodes, like the, you want a lot of inventory. In yeah. a thirty k game, just yeah. like they are the characters, and like you want to have, you want to really get use of those like uh, integrated rules, so that like every weapon means mm-hmm. something special, and mm-hmm. every piece of war gear. Because mm-hmm. when you're just playing tanks, like when you're playing armored breakthrough, it's just like it's it's not that fun to play. With or against, because you're playing against it and you're just getting shot to hell, and you're playing yeah. with it. You, like I had this idea, of like, oh yeah, I'll maneuver around so much, just swim around and do all kinds of cool stuff. But it's just like you just deploy, and then you stand there, and then you have 48 inches range, and then you shoot everything to hell, and that's it. That, mm, that is true. No, there's no mobility. That that is definitely a problem. Um, so definitely increasing the size of the- because I guess otherwise the mobility is still not as important in Apocalypse, right? I mean, you, because the range seemed to be about the same. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's I, about I like, move, moving your stuff like, oh, I need to move these tanks to reach this thing. Because like, this, yeah, they, they I, are good at, at attacking that or something. I, I think like, they don't do as much damage and they, as you don't have the alpha strike thing. Because mm. you resolve all the damage later. Mm. But we'll see. I haven't tried yeah. this. This is just like theory. Like I'm very excited about this. And I'm excited I... that I'm excited because yes. I always just like think everything in the Games Workshop release is just shit. Like as soon as they <laughs> drop it, I'm like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> fucking primaries, lieutenants, and fucking <laughs> And like, I, I don't want to be the guy who's fucking down all the time. On I like the I like. Stuff. I like but, the Warcry models that they're releasing. Those, they're really cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're nice. But to actually see Games Workshop release cool rules, that's fucking once in a blue don't moon. Don't see that every day. Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> You'll have to do some field testing. I, when you uh, read the rules, I couldn't help but think that uh, a lot of them also overlap with the rules that you and Freddy independently wrote for your tank yeah. <laughs> version. Yeah. So, hmm, maybe they listen to you. Oh! <gasps> Um, yeah, I mean, Freddy took a lot of the, the order stuff from Epic. Yeah. Uh, and just like both of us realized that, yeah, you just need alternate activations for shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is fucking awesome because like they make inventory relevant as well mm-hmm. to have them in bigger units. Mm-hmm. I really like this. Oh. Yeah, you will we'll definitely need to do some field testing on this. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's hard also... Maybe, who knows? I mean, if what's to say that uh, Forge World themselves don't put these rules in one of the next black books or something? Why wouldn't, like, oh, here's book 10, Talarn, with apocalypse rules for 30k, or, you know, 
that is not yeah. impossible, right? That could still happen. It, it wouldn't be hard, even like you, yeah. That the data sheets are super simple. You can just write them out. This this, this guy who did them for thirty k, he did like I don't know thirty or forty units. He's like, oh, here they are. It's yeah, super simple. You take the take the stats from every other forty k stuff. I guess you will just have to play test and adjust some points or something maybe for you know volkites and stuff that we don't see. Uh, in 40k like some things maybe that need twer- uh, tweaking yeah yeah definitely um, but it's also like hmm. pretty easily adjusted because like most of the roles are just like one role and yeah, it's not like it's not strength and ap it's just like damage yeah. against the certain targets so like yeah, uh, so- a volka charger would just be like one better to wound infantry compared to a bolt gun i guess yeah yeah, yeah. and maybe worse against the Tank? I don't know. No. Well, you could nuance it in that way also. Yeah. Uh, because, oh yeah, that's actually interesting. Because when you just have a strength value, you're like, well, yeah, it's sort of, it scales yeah. the same way against the tank. Or in yeah, the, yeah. If it's like, like a, a chem munitions. Thing that I really like with like a, the Typhon that's supposed mm-hmm. to blow infantry away. It all blows every. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, 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 you could definitely make it uh, more realistic in that sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, uh, yeah. But now we're gonna talk some events. <gasps> and who we're... better to talk with than someone who's actually been at events? <laughs> yeah, he's been, been to all events. Like, it's yeah. event crazy. So, so uh, we had him on the show before. You all know, know him, you all love him, Sebastian Jensen. Mm hmm. We need to get some nice music to to get to summon him over here, though. Mm, yeah, mm. I haven't. I, I got some some metal tracks that I might put on. Uh, do you have a request, maybe? Uh, not on the spot, but let's let's All right, so through our we'll archives play metal. and. <laughs> <laughs> As All right. See you guys after this musical break. Party hot, say 
And in the red and white corner, brrr, from Denmark itself, brrr, the one, the only, Rusty Onion. Woo! the crowd goes wild. <laughs> what, what, what was that golem sound? Was that the crowd, Nicholas? Yeah, very hoarse crowd. Thank you. Like, I, I appreciate it. It's like a, like a, uh, no the 8-bit Nintendo and you have like fight games and it would mm. just be like yeah. the, in the hockey <laughs> crowd like in the background <laughs> are you not entertained Martin? <laughs> I am entertained I am I am uh, but you are here because you are the uh, our man on the field uh, and you're, you're so yeah. you're so ambitious that you've actually been to three events yeah and maybe uh, maybe it's like in one year's time I don't know but it's, it's three, three <laughs> events Three it's pretty short time, last, like three, like three months. The last what one and a half months or something. Oh, even oh, that, shit, it's maybe. crazy. Like Slaukan is... was the start of June, I believe. Uh -huh. uh, end of June, I think maybe. Uh, and then, then Lincoln in May, or no, Lincoln wasn't start June, wasn't it? I can't remember anymore. Nah. Ah, that... <laughs> yeah, and but, then after but, that, you uh, went to uh, to the Derry K event. Ajax, but let's it take them in, nice. in chronological order, and and you're gonna give us, uh, yeah, the rundown of uh, how the events felt like, maybe some highlights and stuff. Uh, yeah, roughly. Yeah, like the re most recent one is Ajax, obviously, so that'll be the most refreshed one. Yeah, that sounds good. But yeah, like uh, we'll start with Lincoln, mm -hmm. uh, which started off with the. Call of Paint uh, brush skills. Uh, oh, yeah. A one-day course with Henry Steele, uh, mainly focused on rendering, the light technique um, mm -hmm. called rendering. Like the one where you have a light part uh, and a dark part on every panel, more or less, of the model. So oh, the ones nice. you see like uh, non-metallic metals done in, that is yeah. roughly the same idea. That every area should have a highlight and a shade, more or less. I thought yeah. rendering was then, when they complete movies on, on the computer or something. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, that was my question as well. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, anyhow, um, yeah, we had that one, which was uh, a real joy with Henry Steele. Um, yeah. Always nice we and fun guy. Uh, learning to paint gooder, as he wrote on the <laughs> blackboard, with <laughs> Mr. Steele. <laughs> But uh, how did that work? Oh, then? No, was it uh, did you did you bring your your own models or was it like no we're gonna no. paint this and this? We we got this. Um, what should we call it? Shopping list. The, the, the big abomination. Yeah, yeah, abomination might be right. I was about to say uh, heresy, heretical. Oh, primaris marine. <gasps> I was told not to worry that it was a Primaris Marine. These are just shapes. I don't but... care. It's still Primaris. <laughs> oh, God. But wasn't most of the people taking the course also 30k guys? or Everyone was 30k guys. <laughs> yes. Represent. That tells oh, something girls. about the... Yeah. Oh. oh. G -g -g girls? I just got a nosebleed. <laughs> yeah. Ma Marie uh, Pontus' wife and Pontus' wife. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, Marie is very yeah, nice. Really yeah, nice. she was there at the MK uh, course. course out. Yeah, uh, she was also at the Call of Paint course uh, this last summer as well. 
Uh, okay. Really nice having like seeing them both again. Yeah. Uh, for some painting and uh, fun chat, so to speak, making everything Henry say uh, sound dirty. <laughs> so did you have a good time? Did you learn any cool techniques? Yeah, I think uh, me as the special gifted colorblind guy I am got to do blue primaries oh. instead of red. Oh, nice. Because working with the different shades of red doesn't really work for one that is green and red colorblind. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, this might be even more challenging if you let me do it in red. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think um, I learned a lot about glazing and uh, as said rendering and working up the highlights and different tones of models uh, of colors and then making them work as a smooth uh, transition with brushes. Oh, nice. Um, nice. So a lot of the things I've personally been struggling with since taking the, the course uh, last summer and learning to airbrush that well mm. has been actually getting my brush skills to keep up. Um, yeah. And I think I think they might have a chance now. I'll actually know what people are talking about when they write an article about this is how you paint non-metallic metals or you read the, as Henry stated, the if you read the old like Forge World uh, books about hobby parts and how to paint and do models and so on. Yeah, you'll understand what they're writing and what to do. So oh, you can okay, replicate those things. Nice. Um, so I think it's a as much as a good like uh, learning how to use the brush like with your hands. Mm. It's also about understanding paint technique a lot of the time, which was mm. really really nice uh, for me in particular. I don't think I'll use it on most heresy models at the moment. Maybe mm -hmm. some heroes and so on. Uh, mm -hmm. for like special things like capes, swords, that sort of thing. Yeah. But mainly I'll I'll be using it in, in like the future for busts and so on. Oh, just painting for painting for fun? What what what? <laughs> painting for improving skill. Damn. And for fun. That's the next yeah. level. Next level shit. <laughs> could you could you use the torso to represent a model when you're playing? <laughs> yeah, a demon. What now? <laughs> Kids as a demon. All right. So, <laughs> what about the the event itself, the 30k event? Um, the 30k event was after there was a Titanicus event, which had a oh. couple of players, um, which cool. looked real fun. So now I decided to start a Titanicus army for the Wargamers camp in September. Oh, oh nice. nice. You know the, yeah, the so Legio you're, you're gonna be playing? Kratos. Mm. Kratos. The god oh, breakers. How uh, which colors do they have? Um white and like Sons of Horus green more or less, with gold oh. trims and flat black uh, as or gloss black depending on your choosing. Okay. Uh, for mm -hmm. like secondary third colors, tertiary colors. Cool. Um and then I'm going to do it with like two warlords because that's the model I really want to paint. Oh, I love um, them. One reaver and two uh, lancer knights. Okay. So one warlord uh, will be with plasma and one will be with volcano cannons. Whoa. Wait, wait, have we got the models ready? Uh, no, not yet. I'm uh, buying them like this coming month. I am going to England on Thursday. So oh, what, what? I'll do it what? once so I come busy. back. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to another event. Yay! <gasps> Holy shit! Melos. We should have waited yeah. another week then and had four of them. No, then I wouldn't remember <laughs> none. I'm going drinking with Max and William. <laughs> oh, okay, 
Uh, nice knowing you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so um, the 30k event uh, came on, and um, I went to play. I think it was three matches in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember specifically, I played against White Scars. Uh, what, what kind of what kind of uh, format was it? It was a Centurion, right? Uh, Centurion, yeah, uh, fifteen hundred oh. points. Ooh, and okay. I brought like um, three small assault marine squads. One of them being fifteen, two of them being ten man, huh? and five destroyers with jump packs and the whole shabam. Uh, five multi melter jet bikes and heavy support. A Centurion uh, Delegatus with the Power Fist, I think it was. Um, and a couple of Apothecaries, I believe. Um, yeah, I think Gotta go was fast. That. Was there any uh, special yeah. format? You know, Freddy loves shaking up the formats of how you build your list. You had, you had to have a heavy support. Okay. Oh, right. That was compulsory. So I feared meeting a lot of like uh, whirlwinds or arcuses and that sort of thing. That's why I bought the multi melter squad. Wasn't it Centurion? Yeah, but the new Centurion rules that have been released allow you for jet bikes uh, zero to one, bikes are zero to one, um, Leviathans are zero to one. Uh, there's like a couple of restrictions: armor up to thirteen as the highest value, uh, and up to three hull uh-huh. points. One tank allowed. Oh, um, that's nice. Zero to one. Yeah, like they're they've opened it up a bit. Was yeah. that the um, the Varenga guys who made those rules? No, that's or? the original guys that actually updated them. And I the, the Varenga guys just implemented them and added some more huh. with their new units and so on. Hmm. Cool. Seems cool. like everyone is doing like different takes on Centurion. But I like well, it. Like it yeah, takes diff- it up every time. Yeah, different yep. ways of the game itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, nonetheless, then uh, we uh, I played against White Scars. I remember specifically. Um, he had an Arcus and some tacticals and some stuff I normally never seen, but because it was Centurion, they were mm. there. Mm. Um, and Rite of Wars weren't allowed. That's another thing. Okay. Huh? Yeah. So no Jagorian Brotherhood. No Berserker Assault. I ah, think it set us back a little bit. Nope. <laughs> Horrible. Where's my <laughs> re-roll to hit? Where's my hatred on my entire army? Yeah, I feel the same way. Hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, you hateful um, guys. Yes, we are hateful and spiteful. <laughs> um, but then, uh, yeah, I uh, remember just in general having some really good games. Yeah. Oh, I remember my third game was against mm-hmm. Christian Olaf. Uh, I think it's pronounced oh. from Stockholm. Tall guy mm-hmm. with glasses. Playing salamanders. Oh, okay. Uh, really nice guy. Um, I played him actually twice during these events. Um, huh. So this time he won, uh, and we both really, really fast agreed that it was due to his Dero Dero Dreadnought with Plasma <laughs> and oh, Missile Launcher. And as he told me, it wrecked for like 600 to 700 point, points <laughs> each match on its own. Like, okay, nice. yeah, if that's just strong as fuck, especially Centurion. Yeah, because you don't, don't think I, I don't think I've ever seen one either. Yeah, yeah the, the plasma one. I, I don't think I've seen one. Yeah. I think I've very yeah, no, rarely seen any. I never faced one. And so I was really taken by surprise as it just wrecked my army in two. 
Huh. But yeah, so maybe it feels like people really just take like, le- Leviathans. So. Yeah, like yeah. regularly they do. Um, but yeah, really, really fun, really nice game. Um, Christian is always always a pleasure to face off against. Um, especially because salamanders are so tough, so they can actually withstand a lot of the world eaters assaults oh, and have scary enough close combat units that you don't want to assault them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Those pesky fire drakes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, so how did uh, the uh, go ahead? Yeah, the the end result go. Yeah. I believe I can't remember if traders or loyalist won in that one. To be honest, probably loyalist. Loyalist always <laughs> fucking win the Swedish events. Everyone else. Not knows this it. year, man. Not these years, man. Have you Not been coming there. over and stacking the trader deck? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you already had Bjorn on traders at the moment. Oh yeah, that's ah, true. That, yeah. Probably L- Linus is playing traders as well, right? It is and, world leaders. Uh, Ryan Kimmel was also there. Um, oh, oh, nice! That's cool. That's cool. Uh, playing his black shields. Nice. Cool. Um, so yeah, he um, he came and uh, he got best painted, I believe it was, and best oh. uh, what's it called players' choice uh, separate set. Oh, because they're oh, three factions prepping for their entire campaign this year. Oh, that's interesting. The Realtek campaign and so on, where they have three uh, factions battling over control. Oh, because yeah, nice. if you just have two factions, when one gets the upper hand, the other one gets crushed immediately. Yeah. In, like real-time campaigns. So you need a third party to be able to counter their rear. So yeah. who are the separatists? Are they only black shields, or are they like mechanicum and they're, militia? They're or? pretty open to most uh, people if they would feel like their army uh, is best uh, viewed as separatist, they can feel yeah. them as separatist. Huh. Um, but I saw a lot of mechanicum, uh, some thousand suns, I believe, um, some black shields, some like human auxiliaries uh, as well. Okay. If I was playing yeah. there, I wouldn't mind using my iron hands as black shields. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. They... Makes sense. Um, but yeah, so he won those two uh, mm-hmm. out of four. Um, and I can remember player's choice loyalist was... Who was that again? I think they actually posted it on the, the Lincoln event. Um, yeah, yeah it's okay. Check. It's but okay yeah, if you don't I, remember. I uh, was luckily enough to get the player's choice uh, trader. Oh, nice. yeah. Nothing to do with luck. You're just an awesome guy. <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't see it coming, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mind it. <laughs> uh, so, so what's the, the word for like uh, best player or like kind of lumped together with best hobby as well? Or um, I think it was like the most thematic list and that sort of thing. Um, if that makes sense. Hmm. Um, right. Best probably... overall. Probably because so, they're yeah, like, beaut- beautifully painted, also. Probably all around cool guess, guy. To... Yeah, um, I don't know what to call it else. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, <clears throat> so that the uh, that I didn't mind at all, uh, mm. <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so also I uh, I think it was Eric that got best sport, Eric Valer. What? Mm. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm just um, He's a nice guy. Probably he's brought yeah. vodka for everyone. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. But, uh, but, I, uh, but I honestly think, like, um, 
he has been uh, trying to bring uh, more friendly lists in general. Mm-hmm. I think um, that also pays to show, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but this uh, with this nomination, what do you call it? Uh, prize, I guess. Yeah, he he, he yeah. he's done a, jo- a good job apparently. Yeah, he did nice. Good um, on you. I can't, I can't for the love of me remember players' choice loyalists. To be honest, ah, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. But yeah. So did you uh, did you go out to pictures great... afterwards? Uh, the classic pictures, or did you go the day before? Maybe. Isn't it Bishop's uh, Arms in? Uh, yeah, Bishop's Arms. Link. Oh yeah, yeah. One of those You're... chains. You're but, thinking about uh, the Chov the events. <laughs> we we decided to to leave on the day uh, that the oh. event ended because it seemed like only three or four people were staying overnight. Ah, oh. so well, I guess we you just... had been there already for the painting course, also, or yeah, we've been there for three or four days or something. Oh, so <laughs> we we had enough of uh, of lynch tripping, especially yeah, there was that's a, that's plenty of time to see lynch tripping. Like apparently there was an explosion there two days later or something. Oh right, that one. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. like a house Which almost. It was kind of crazy destroyed. because we just got back from Alvesta and uh, they just had a murder apparently in the forest. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they yeah, are just like, leaving a trail, trail mm. of destruction. Apparently, mm. <laughs> like I think apparently I should, I think I should maybe talk to the Swedish police just out of <laughs> like. Pure security because I've been in both cities in the viscosity of those areas, <laughs> <laughs> like both events. Uh, just no, I think avoid avoid the police. <laughs> this, this is not it's not uh, giving a good image of Sweden back in Denmark. I feel. <laughs> I think it's all those uh, sore losers from thirty k events who are like, "Fuck! I didn't get this. People's <laughs> <laughs> choice trader." Well, well, not really. I got those at both events. Oh, <laughs> the plot thickens. Been a... That I, I get so happy that I bump and kill people. <laughs> no, I mean there must be no, some no, other yeah, the, the people that didn't get it. Yeah, there's some mm. other. Give right, it away so for Danes. So you got any any like... cl- closing statement about Lincoln? Um, great event in general. Um, had some fun times in the out drinking with Bjorn and Eric and a lot of other guys. Um, so in in general, really nice event. A long drive, but really nice. Yeah. How how many out of five pulsa? Uh, for pulsa. Four four, four sausages only because I didn't win best painted. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, who who got best painted? Oh Ryan. Uh, Ryan. It was just Ryan. It was just because you showed up with your brown blood angels. <laughs> You said that, brown that, blood angels? Uh, that was a colorblind joke. I don't know how it works. <laughs> probably it's horribly wrong. <laughs> well, I got it. Not, not like that. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, really good event. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think I should have been more involved in the lore if I should have gotten five out of five. But that's mainly my fault. Mm-hmm. It's not a fault on the events part. Um. But yeah, they moved to bigger uh, areas apparently this year as well. Oh, and they keep okay. moving them around. Like it has been mm-hmm. like the biggest event for three years in a row. Uh, yeah, like... but now they got the biggest rooms as well. The, yeah, finally. Oh. Yeah, cool. finally, exactly. <laughs> um, I have a lot of hassle from the last year, from what I understood. Mm. Yeah. I've but, heard. Yeah, good event. 
then I uh, went the weekend after I went to Slaukon in Denmark, our first oh. like real convention for board game or like games um, since Giant Fanatic closed down uh, uh-huh. a couple like mm. time ago. Yeah, um, yeah, you, we've been hearing uh, hyping about this event, so it's it's gonna be really interesting yeah, to see. Uh, like, how, how big is the convention? So you've been to Lincoln um, just a weekend before, was, so. It wasn't very big, to be honest. Um, but apparently, like it was, we overlapped uh, one of the days with the forty k players, but not all of the time. Um, but our day, our event was two days uh, with three matches on the first day and two matches on the second day. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the format? And uh, two and a half thousand points. Um, more or less, uh, one special character allowed, uh, no Primarchs. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. It's a good, just and... good freaking all around here's the format. Like, you know, people mm, yeah. trying to I don't mind mix up, either. Mix up gameplay. Fan <laughs> Yeah. But people are like trying Fan to mix up gameplay all the time. Like, it's a regular two and a half thousand yeah. point game. It's really enjoyable. Mm. Yeah, um, but there like there were a few restrictions, uh, like only one phosphex weapon and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. which again is sensible in my opinion. Um, yeah, so I was just about to say have, that uh, word, sensible. <laughs> sensible. <laughs> was this in Copenhagen? Uh, no, this was in Slaelse, therefore called Slaukon. Um, Slaelse. Yeah, which is like in the middle of Zealand. Um, mm. Like no, nothing fancy. Close to Roskilde. Uh, not really. Still about. I think it's an hour from Copenhagen and about thirty minutes from Roskilde. <laughs> so um, yeah. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> the the city wasn't that important. It was on the like uh, a sports events hall. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, that was actually kind of fun. Um, and I think we were fourteen or sixteen players, I believe. When we uh-huh. were at Max, yeah, um, and I knew everyone, but there were guys from and <laughs> girl from Jutland. Uh, oh, okay, and I can remember who I faced off against the first round. Um, to be honest, I. Uh, do you remember what what you brought for your army? Uh yeah, I brought a Leviathan in a Dreadnought drop pod, a um, Mortis uh, Contemptor pattern Dreadnought con- um, with Keras Assault pattern. Uh, Always good. Yeah, and uh, five destroyers uh, with the whole shabam, a pod yeah. carries three assault squads, no two assault squads of fifteen and one tactical squad of fifteen and one. Um, Tactical of 10, uh-huh. all with the upgrades on the sergeants and power axes in the assault uh-huh. Um And then I brought a dread claw with five butchers in it. <laughs> Savage. I brought a dread claw for the 10 tacticals, uh, just for getting an extra drop in uh, on mm. 10 1 to make sure. Ah, oh, smart. And man. then I brought a Praetor, and I think that's about it. Oh, cool. From what I remember, it's been a yep. while now. Very world eatery in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and I played against 
Alpha Legion, uh, which was the girl I also think was called Marie from Jutland, uh, <laughs> if I remember correctly, but I'm sorry if I'm mistaken. And she's All Scandinavian like, women are named Marie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I also played against a couple of the guys from my club and another guy, I think he was called Casper, playing mm-hmm. Death Guard from Jutland as well. Uh-huh. Um, and I can't remember for the life of me the last one. But yeah, it was all around a fun event. My friend Jens uh, sorted it. Mm. And um, yeah, really nice missions. Uh, varied and changing with the storyline, like following along the path. Just uh, out of curiosity, was alcohol allowed at this convention? It was, but people mainly had two or three beers, I think. Mm. Like, people weren't nice. drunk or anything. Yeah, because, like, yeah. it's never allowed in Sweden at conventions. Just to have, like, yeah. just even like that, just to have, like, one beer, it's like, it, it would never happen. But I think that's why, <laughs> then, if it's allowed really? in Sweden, then people are like, oh, no, we have to drink, <laughs> like, crazy. Whereas, you, you, you Danes, you're more, like, civilized, and like, well, yeah, alcohol is allowed, I'll just have a beer, that's nice. <laughs> no, gotta, gotta get shit first. <laughs> Control usage, man. Yeah, that's what what we we don't have here. <laughs> yeah, but um, again, yeah. really good event. Um, I think the only real biggie for me was that we had to go get lunch in in the city, which was a bit of a drive away, like five ten minutes. Mm. But mm. the one lunch wasn't that long, so yeah, I think it was okay because some games uh, closed down early, so you could get out. But if you were more than one people, one mm. person um, going, you kind of had to wait for the other games to end, and they might be stalled, like taking a bit of a drag compared to yours. Yeah, and that's always uh, the problem when it's like, oh, it's tight lunch break. Oh, will my yeah. game take too long? Or oh, yeah, it's always a bit of a hassle. Yeah. Uh, was it like the guy I don't mind ending a little bit later and having a longer lunch to be honest Mm, yeah I I agree to not have to stress things Uh, but uh, the guy arranging it was he from around there or did you have to bring terrain from like Faros to Gare or uh... we brought terrain from Copenhagen from what I understood okay Um, (laughs) he he borrowed he rented what is called um in Danish, it's called Laeli. In English, it would be render a carcass or a body. Ah! Um, <laughs> oh, what does that yeah. mean? Uh, Lee, just... um, like a dead person. Yeah, Leak. yeah, but what, yeah, but what, what do you mean? Like he rented a dead person? That is oh, you don't the get the rental of like an old smashed car, like a rental service of like old cars mainly. Oh yeah, it's cheap and it's not very good, and it might break down on the way. Yeah, I think it's called like rent a wreck in England. Yeah, probably. In Danish, it's rent a dead person. (laughs) (laughs) Pick out a corpse. Very morbid. (laughs) Yeah, rent a corpse. (laughs) Sounds about right. Oh, right. Uh, So, so do you remember your games the second day? Um, no, not really. Like, what the Death Guard was from the second day, I remember, but. It's about as long as, yeah, like it's about a month ago now, if not more. Um, so I can't really remember since it's been more and than it's been, games. And he's been uh, drinking responsibly since then. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but but uh, uh, talking to the uh, the people from the far reaches of Jutland, uh, was that yeah. uh, uh, how was there a scene going there also? Or because there's not much uh, contact between them and the Copenhagen people usually, or not a lot. I think some of the guys in my club have more close contacts with them uh, mm-hmm. generally. But um, in my understanding, uh, from what I talk to them, like it's. Um, it's growing. It's just got a lot of new players added, and they seem hmm. to like the system. A lot of them have been playing Warhammer through some time, and then they went along with Eighth Edition, from what I understood, and then they really got out fast <laughs> <laughs> and went to Horus Heresy. Um, so nice. More for us. Yeah. Um, Great news. Yeah. Then I went on to the next event, which was Ajax 2. In Alvestar. Metropolitan city of Alvestar. Yeah, famous for Where its chocolate fountains and steak for breakfast. Yep. And we I, lo- I love, those, uh, lo- love those pictures they posted up leading up to the event. Yeah. <laughs> In general, um, great fucking event again, as last year. Fucking phenomenal. Um, wish you guys could have been there. Mm. Um, I hear you, bro. Um, it it reminded me so much of last year. Um, except after looking at all the lists, everybody beefed up a bit. Um, <laughs> to be honest, uh, if not a lot. Like last year, there were two warhounds and two knights in general. I think this year there were four knights and four warhounds or something. No, not four <laughs> knights. Four players using knights. Two of them or three of them using them as allies. Oh. Um, which didn't give victory points, which cost me a draw to not be a victory and a loss to not be a victory. So uh, sour, sour, bitter Iron Warriors taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know what to, to think of. The, the allied knights. Like, you lose so many points for having a super heavy for It's for Marines. bullshit. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> End of discussion. Bullshit. <laughs> but they also said, like, next year it won't be like that. But they hadn't written anything about it in the rule set, so this year they wanna gonna, they were going to go with it because it's as written. But it's oh, yeah. common sense, in my opinion, that it shouldn't be like that. <laughs> um, nonetheless, um, I played against Soloxilian Knights in the first game. Um, mm-hmm. I went there with Sune, uh, the White Scouts player from Denmark, um, mm-hmm. just the two of us. Mwah. All and, uh, hugs and kisses for soon. <laughs> yeah, fucking amazing guy, uh, and he deserved the weekend off. So uh, good going to Alvesta and getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, go to Alvesta. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I uh, faced off against the Solar Cilia and the Knights and. Just barely lost uh, four to three, so really tight game. Um, oh, that's good. And then I went off to phase, and I killed. I think all two or three of all. I think two of the three knights or all three of them. This, um, is, uh, how many points was it? Uh, three and a half thousand. Oh, oh nice. yes, everything's allowed, uh, right? And I brought my warhound. Nice. <gasps> It walks. What, what's uh, what's it? What's its name? 
that one is called the uh, Dharama, uh -huh. which is and a does it... Orex, uh, Okay, and it has an Ursus Claw. Yes, and I got to play with it. Oh, really? Oh, they... nice. You allowed for special rules? Yeah, I wrote Eric a couple of days before and asked if it, if it was okay, and he said, uh, "What are the rules for it?" And then I wrote it to him, and I was like, "Sure." Okay, awesome. tell. I want to know what sort of how do the rules work? Do you trap so the enemy it, or? It fires on ballistic skill, so mm -hmm. ballistic skill free only. So four plus uh, twin link though. Mm -hmm. Um, strength D one shot. Um, AP one. So a bit oh. better for penetrating than most other uh, strength D uh, weapons. Mm -hmm. um, that kind of makes up for the one shot thing and the bad ballistic skill. Mm. Um, compared to a turbo laser, um, it's no template either. So again, you can't hit multiple targets either. Um, and then it is um, range thirty six. If I didn't mention that already, um, and if you penetrate the target, um, they get um, immobilized for the next turn, oh, like nice. until like until your next turn with controlling the Titan. Yeah. Um, nice. And that counts even if it's a super heavy. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, and it, it actually worked out several times in, in the games because I stopped the night in its tracks. Um, I stopped a huge uh, militia tank from pivoting and so on in their deployment zone and driving into cover, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. So how did, um, how did people react to it? Were they fine or were they, they like, they, what the fuck is this bullshit? Most people really liked it. Uh, I think all people I talked to actually said they liked it, especially compared to double turbo laser. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Um, it, as they say, it, it seemed more balanced. Um, and I like I, I brought it with an Ursus Claw and a turbo laser just to show the difference more or less and see like, how do they fare. Mm -hmm. um, and the turbo laser did the most damage without a question. Oh. Um, yeah. But oh, yeah, that's, the that's really cool. was fun and thematic, and it worked in a uh, non-OP uh, way, in my opinion. Huh, cool. Uh, and then I faced off for the second round was again, let me think. Which one was that? Uh, that was the one where I... Oh, Jesus, that one is stuck in my head at the moment. Uh, <laughs> But my third game, I played again. Let me think. Okay. I just can't <laughs> remember the order. That's the problem. Maybe. <laughs> um, let me see. Um, Our listeners don't know, my, so you can lie. My last game, uh, again, was against Christian Olof, again, uh, where oh. I won. Oh. Uh, mm. I, uh, Revenge. I didn't, we, we played 1-1. Uh, but as we talked about, like one more turn maybe or something like, then we we would have had a more realistic end result. Mm -hmm. But it was a slaughter for for my part mainly, uh, like slaughtering through salamanders and shooting <laughs> them to bits with the Ursus claw, blowing up his yes. Spartan with one shot, that sort of thing. But that was like last turn, so it's like, oh damn it! Now they're out in the open, and I can't shoot my turbo laser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but really, really fun game. As as I said before, I really like playing against Christian, but we agreed that no more grudge matches. We faced in each other enough uh, this year. Right, no, it's a, <laughs> it's a tie. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I think we played three or four matches, maybe, like, through this year. Oh, God. And they've all been super fun, like, yeah. without a question. Um, so it's just been really great, but we're both like, yeah, our armies have faced each other enough now. We <laughs> <laughs> um, need to meet, meet other people. Yeah, more or less. We need to see other people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I faced off against uh, him on the jungle swarm table with the swamp monsters. <gasps> swamp monsters, they were I, back. Yeah, my dream came true playing on oh. that table. I got denied oh. it last year. Oh no. It was so I got a it on the pleasure. last game. Yeah, really, really was. And I faced off against a traitor, Emperor's children, playing loyalist because of people having to leave early due to vacation and so on. Um, Where I more or less got to deploy my entire uh, World Eater's foot slugging force in the entire deployment. So (laughs) just to block any deep strikes and so on, and just to see the horde (laughs) swarming his tanks. Yes. so that looked magnificent, and it was a table where there were two warlords on it, um, mm. not firing or anything most of the time. Like you had to roll on the table every turn, mm. so you just had to fight between these two warlords, being objectives that you had to capture. Oh, okay. And just seeing like three titans on one one table, two of them being objectives, and these <laughs> two armies just smashing into each other under them, like looking at each yes. other. Yes. Mm. Fucking amazing. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I won that one. Um, can't remember the score. How many swamp um, monsters came and, and killed guys? Um, they got no kills. They got <gasps> What? I sent tacticals in the, into them, and I think Christian, he burned them to death. <laughs> they must have been nerfed. But, or he bolted them, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, but like you had to roll on a table, and either it was critters or it was swamp monsters, and that sort of ah, thing. Ah, okay. Ah. So it was it differentiated. Um, yeah. And then I also played against Jody, sweet Jody. Oh yeah. And his allied knights. No, <laughs> Jody, no. Why, why, Jody? <laughs> You betrayed me. My confidence is ruined. Was supposed to be one yeah. of the good good guys. Yeah. So he brought um he I played tight with the Jody as well. Um so that was really nice as well. And we were both like this would suck if it wasn't like if it would if it wasn't a tie against me, he said it would have sucked. But with me it was okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So, so uh, he was playing his Iron Wars. Uh, yeah, allied with knights he borrowed from a friend. Oh, right, nice. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice. Um, then uh, so you've I been paid... meeting. I was thinking you've been meeting a lot of traders, like on the way. Uh, you mentioned you yeah, played Alpha yeah. Legion and then Death Guard and Iron Warriors. Yeah. So, like, see, uh, see the traders. They're breaking apart. Even there's before they reach Terra, they're just breaking apart. <laughs> there's just an overflow, man. Overflow. There's too many of them. It's because some of yeah. our, some of the traders, the important ones, are on parental leave. 
<laughs> Can't keep yeah, the shit like, together. So, uh, at Ajax 1.5, my Angra got slain by some custodies. Uh, I think I've told you guys about that, maybe. Uh, yeah. So he, of course, couldn't be there, and there were a ton of Primarchs otherwise oh, no. uh, on the trader side, and uh, each trader legion was there, which was really nice as well. Oh. And uh, I also faced off against Hokan again uh, for the second. I also faced him against the last Ajax and his militia, oh. and he won last time, uh, where faced off against him and Christian uh, Olaf. And then I won against uh, Jürgen uh, Hokan this time uh, by uh, also by mobilizing his uh, super heavy. <laughs> nice. He's cool. going to uh, Alvastad settle grudges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. And uh, my last game was against. Let me think. Think, think, think. I played through the last day now. Uh, what was my. Let me think. I played against Hawkon, the Solar Exilia. No, that's that's all of them. That's all five. No, oh. that's why I can't figure of any more. <laughs> um, but my list uh, was comprised of a Praetor with a Power Fist and Paragon Blade. Mm -hmm. uh, free, Savage. Uh, of course, <laughs> he had eight attacks on the charge. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> He wrecked entire squads by himself. Like the rest of the squad just didn't get to strike. <laughs> <laughs> he also has hatred because of the right of war. Oh, and he rerolls once to wound because of being a world leader charging. <laughs> you have created a monster. <laughs> yes, that beast. <laughs> and then I had like, uh, for troops, I had three 15. Uh, Assault Marine squads with an apothecary each and uh, all upgrades on the sergeant and three power axes in the squad. Um, uh -huh. Then I had a five-man destroyer squad with the, all the upgrades. Um, I had a 15-man tactical squad, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or was it a 10-man? I think it was a 15-man and a 10-man um, because you had the three and a half thousand Point and 500 point sideboard so you could switch out to make it more fluffy or more fitting to fit your enemies list in a nice, nice. way not okay. to power a game they made that very clear at the start of the, the event oh. um, so I also had those and then I had a contemptor quarters with a power fist and a chain fist mm. um, in elite along with the destroyers and five red butchers with two chain fists on the devourer and then I had uh, the apothecaries in, destroy in the elite as well. So filled out my elite and five troop choices. Uh, then I threw in a fast attack. I threw two dreadclaws. Um, and in heavy, I threw in a leviathan in a dreadnought drop pod with a leviathan with the meltalans, uh, armored ceramide, um, siege drill, volkite titties, and phosphix. <laughs> so the nice. whole shabam. <clears throat> yeah, so, how, how, yeah, so kind of like your two and a half thousand points with the Warhound and more Assault Marines. And uh, also with the with the jet bikes, I forgot to mention those as well. The heavy Oh, nice. And the, the Warhound, so, of course. So what were the, the jet bikes armed with? Come again? What were the jet bikes armed with? Uh, Multi-melters. 
Nice. Nice and cheap and effective. How have um, you how have your destroyers been uh, uh playing out? Like you've used them for every event here. If they get into close combat with anything but terminators unsupported, they will wreck some damage uh, unless oh. there's heroes involved because oh, they nice. have five attacks of the charge, uh <laughs> hatred, rerolling once to wound, uh, minus one toughness and plus one strength, so two plus to wound, rerolling once. Oh, shit. Four plus to hit. Do you use them with the uh, use them with jump packs? Yeah. Do you do you ever deep strike them or do you use the jump nope. forward? Never, never, just forward. Because <laughs> they can have a phosphix bomb, right? Two. Oh shit! It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, do, do you like uh, com like combine charge them with another assault marine squad, or is that just redundant with if, world leaders? If I if I can get the possibility of um, for example, like a, a terminator squad, I oh, would yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, also to keep them occupied. Savage uh, AF. So cool. As fuck. But that's only if my Leviathan doesn't deal with them. Phosphex party. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh lord. Oh yeah. All right. So yeah, how how many how many pulser? Uh, For Ajax? Five out of five pulser. Oh, five oh out damn! Of it said chocolate fountain. Chocolate brr, fountain. Brr. Steaks for sooner every morning. <laughs> um, in general, just an awesome, intense, fucking huge breakfast. Um, <laughs> That's the uh, best yeah, word they, they, for a hotel breakfast. There's intense. no no one else in all Alaska to eat it, so they just like put all the extra food in that hotel for the people visiting. Amazing. Where did you have but lunch? Yeah. Uh, we got uh, lunch made um, for oh. the first day to make time for games. So we got like two sandwiches, like big, nice sandwiches each. Um, oh, that's nice. Pre-made. And then for the second day, we went to get pizza at a local place. Um, <laughs> there was a we place really we went to. Much time. Yeah, yeah. There was actually two pizzerias we found out, but the other <gasps> one was worse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it had this later opened, so it worked for dinner. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's yes. very interesting. You've been to uh, three two-day events as well, not just like yeah one-day things. Oh. Like really intense gaming, and also that they've all been different. Like uh, fifty hundred points yeah, Centurion, yeah. regular two hundred two thousand five hundred, and then three Swedish event as well. Come uh, again? What? I didn't hear. Now I'm going to the the British event as well. Yeah, yeah Max oh, is yeah. event. Yeah, the Melos uh, system, I think it's called, where it's uh, three thousand points uh, stage battle or what it's called, and uh, fifteen hundred points Centurion. Um, and I'm leaving for that on Wednesday, which is about six days from now. Okay. Shit. Right. Um, so I'm going yeah. to meet William in London. Go to Warhammer World, play some games oh. there, look at the oh. stuff again. Uh, oh. Go to my second pilgrimage and uh, oh. buy some stuff, and then go to Manchester after that and meet up with Max and Phil and all the other lads and uh, have some now, gaming fun. If you're arriving on Wednesday, we could totally meet up. I thought you were coming later because I'm leaving back to Sweden on uh, uh, the Sunday after. So, fuck yeah, man! One in, That's one cool. out, Scandinavians. Oh yeah, but I'm not <laughs> staying that long. I'm leaving on Monday, so... Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so do you have anything to say about like the, the events in general? Like how you, how you feel about playing the different points level? Do you prefer any of them? Or is it just nice to have like some, some different play styles? 
Yeah, I think um, in general, really good high standard. Um, all three events have done an exceptional exceptional job of uh, focusing on lore mm-hmm. um, and like background fluff uh, a lot of the time. And I've seen some tough armies for sure, but you always do. But I've seen a lot of really thematic ones as well, which I think is is really, really nice. So, yeah, just in general, amazing events. Um, would recommend them a thousandfold. Nice. Yeah. Jealous. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to go to, go to Copenhagen sometime for another event. So it's nice to go there. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah I, should, uh, I should soon be prepped for uh, my third and fourth installment of Callus. Oh, um, nice. Since I just got uh, a full so Motellus table uh, set of walls uh, from gamemat.eu, I think it's called. Uh-huh. Like mm. two full sets, so I can do a six by four table. And, nice. Uh, I also got like, yeah, three new mats, a like a Outback um, Blasted Zone, a so Motellus, and a <coughs> what's it called? Not so metallic anger sort of thing. So that's pretty neat. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. But you, uh, but you don't have any dates set yet for that, or? Uh, no, not not at all. Um, I haven't really figured if um, it's going to be in the fall. If I'll have time for that, I don't think so. It might be during the winter because normally travels are pretty cheap to northern countries in that time. Yeah. And yeah. At the same time, um, a lot of people are like hibernating with their event series. Ah, yeah, that's true. Um, so a lot of the time, you'll actually have people be able to come as long as it's not in like December. Yeah, a bit yeah. less competition. It's good. So like November might be a good month, I think, to have yep. an event uh, of sorts. Um, but this time, it will probably be one versus one, not two versus two. So we'll have more games in a day. If I can get a um, another venue that can host a bigger like uh, mm-hmm. event, I might be able to push the the capacity a bit a little bit mm-hmm. as well, which would be nice. But again, Ooh. I love working with the Farhouse store. So yeah, well, we should definitely shout it out when it's uh, when it's more set. We should get get the hype going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, get people to travel well, to Copenhagen. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah, have some fun times and get some Gluck. <laughs> oh, Gluck is good. Gluck is when you're feeling cold and need yeah. to feel like shit. <laughs> but yeah. Well, um, yeah, it was, I think that sums yeah, up this segment, say, right? I think this is about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, with that, I think I'm just going to sum up the entire show and saying, from us all to you all, kids. Remember, Fuglum gives head, but Fuglum takes head. Don't lose your head. It's a big 